Welcome to America's Heroes Group podcast with information and resources that's disseminated intentionally to empower our military population with host Vietnam veteran Cliff Kelly, co-host Iraq veteran Colonel Dr. Damon Arnold, and co-host Army National Guard veteran Sean Claiborne. And now, America's Heroes Group podcast. Heroes Group on WVON 1690 AM, the talk of Chicago. I am Vietnam veteran host Cliff Kelly. America's Heroes Group is a live streaming podcast, global platform, radio, print, and digital media broadcast show that empowers change agents through intentionally disseminating information, resources, and referrals to empower our military population. And welcome to America's Heroes Group, roundtable with partner Jesse Brown, VA Works. December is AIDS Awareness and National Human Rights Month. Today is Saturday, December 11th, 2021. This day in history, Germany declared war on the United States. World War II. It's Saturday, December 11th. The host is Cliff Kelly. My name is Sean Claiborne, co-host. Executive producer is Glenda Smith. And our digital media producer is Ivan Ortega of Scouts Honor Productions. We have a great show today. We have two panelists with us. Dr. Shuba Aya is the designated education office for Jesse Brown Veterans Affairs and practicing nephrologist in Chicago. And Robert Christopher is the executive for business development at Jesse Brown VA. And we're going to be talking about the 75th anniversary of the VHA, the Veterans Health Administration, where it all started in 1946. So how are you gentlemen doing? Hello. Oh, thank you so much for having us. Mr. And women, Lawrence. sorry. That's okay. Thank you for having us. My pleasure, yes, my pleasure. Thank you very much. Let me give you guys a little bit of an introduction also and kind of give some background as to what you guys are about and what you guys do for the VA. So when we look at the history of the VA, it's very, very profound. We, that this 75 years ago, we actually started the VA, where America had the, the benefit of benefiting from what the VA does. So you guys work, Dr. Ayam is a designated education office official for the Jesse Brown VA Medical Center and a practicing nephrologist in Chicago. She attended the college and medical school at Boston University. She completed her residency fellowship and chief residency at Barnes Hospital, Washington University in St. Louis, and also completed her residency in internal medicine and a fellowship in nephrology and is a board-certified nephrology and internal medicine specialist. She has been working in the field of nephrology for over 20 years. And Robert? is also an executive business development at the Jesse Brown VA in Chicago. He started this role in March 2021. Also, Mr. Christopher has spent 14 years as the executive director of the McGall Medical Center of Northwest University, which is sponsoring the sponsoring institution for the medical residency and fellowship training programs at the hospital affiliated with Northwest University Feinberg School of Medicine, Northwestern Memorial Hospital, Lori's Hospitals of Chicago, the Shirley Ryan Ability Lab, formerly known as the Rehabilitation Institute of Chicago, and the Jesse Brown VA Medical Center. 
Mr. Christopher managed the operations of the nation, of, of the nation of, with approximately 11,000 trainees and over 100 specialty and subspecialty training programs. Welcome to you both. So tell us what is great about this 75-year anniversary. What is going on at the Jesse Brown VA? Well, I'll, 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 sure, I'll, I'll, I'll kick us off here. So 75 years ago, uh, the VA decided um, that it would be beneficial to our veteran patients as well as, it turns out, to the entire nation for the VA to affiliate with some of the nation's leading medical schools. And it all started right here in Chicago in 1946. The very first affiliate uh, medical school with the VA was Northwestern. The second affiliate with a VA was um, University of Illinois at Chicago. In 1946, there was only one VA in the area, that was Heinz. But not long after that, uh, Lakeside was built and the Westside VA was built. And Northwestern affiliated with Lakeside and UIC affiliated with Westside. And then about 10, 12 years ago, um, Westside and Lakeside merged to form the Jesse Brown VA. And uh, Jesse Brown's two major affiliates are Northwestern and UIC. And uh, over 100 VAs across the country are now affiliated uh, with medical schools across the country. But it all started here in Chicago and at Jesse Brown. Uh, we are that's that's our legacy. We've inherited uh, the very two first affiliates. But as a system, the VA trains uh, almost 75 percent of physicians in this country get their training at a VA hospital and. In addition to the education uh, component that sees medical students and residents and fellows training at VA hospitals, it's also uh, a great um, partnership with our affiliates in medical research. And the VA is one of the largest funding sources of medical research in the country. And some of uh, some groundbreaking um, research has been uh, the VA has contributed to. For example, the pacemaker was developed by VA-funded research, the nicotine patch, and some of the leading prosthetic devices in the world uh, have been uh, as a result of VA-funded research. So the VA's impact uh, is not just felt here in Chicago, not even just in the nation, but you could say the entire world. Hmm. And again, uh, it all started here in Chicago, and this is this is our legacy at Jesse Brown. We're very proud of it. Wow, uh, Doctor Aya, am I saying your name right, Doctor Aya? Yes, sir. That's perfect. All right, I just want to make sure. So, can you add to that, and also tell us how things have evolved over the over the the generations? Because seventy-five years is a very long time. I know things have evolved greatly. And it's, it's great to know that Chicago and the Jesse Brown VA here in Chicago actually had a, such a profound impact on history. I mean, I didn't I did not realize that so many doctors were trained at VA facilities. Right. It's, it's completely true. And it's not just physicians. Um, today, the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs operates the largest education and training platform for health professionals in our country. So that's more than just medical students and and physician trainees. There are over 40 clinical dis- disciplines which are represented in VA's training programs. So that includes podiatrists, 
psychologists, optometrists. It includes nurses. It includes respiratory um, care, uh, dietetics, social work, um, phlebotomy. Um, so, so VA uh, plays a, a very critical role in training all different sorts of uh, health professions trainees. Um, in the 2019 to 2020 academic year alone, there were nearly 118,000 trainees that participated in over 7,000 training programs uh, offered via partnerships between 170 VA medical centers. That's just in, in one year alone. Wow. So that's um, that's a pretty it's a pretty big big number, um, and at Jesse Brown alone, there are more than sixteen hundred health professions trainees that train every year, um, and of these eight hundred, going back to Rob's point about everything starting at Jesse Brown with Northwestern and with University of Illinois, of these over eight hundred are from University of Illinois medical school and residency and fellowship programs. And over 500 are from Northwestern's medical school and residency and fellowship programs. Um, so, you know, all of these uh, training programs, everything that Jesse Brown offers to health professions trainees has a, a very positive impact on not only their education and training, but also the, the health care of, of veterans. Rob had mentioned um, that there was um, a lot of research and innovation as a consequence um, of the partnership between academic affiliates and um, and VA hospitals. And um, throughout history, that's certainly been true. And he's just mentioned a couple. I'll I'll add to that because I'm pretty wowed uh, by it. So in addition to the nicotine patch and the the pacemaker. Um, there are three Nobel laureates that, um, that are from VA hospitals. Um, so the first is Rosalind Gallo. She got a Nobel Prize in 1977, only the second woman to, to win a Nobel Prize wow. for her development of the radio immunoassay technique. It's a way to test and measure substances like insulin and other hormones, enzymes, and vitamins in blood and bodily fluids. That same year, Dr. Shelley also of the VA, um, got a Nobel Prize for his research in the area of endocrinology. And then Dr. Murad uh, received a Nobel Prize in 1998 for discoveries related to nitric oxide, which is um, a chemical that helps to maintain healthy blood vessels. Um, And then as Rob mentioned, VA is a leader in prosthesis research. I mean, VA brought into clinical use a bionic prosthetic ankle in 2011 Hmm. and has published research on the DECA prosthetic arm, also known as the, the Luke of Luke Skywalker fame <laughs> prosthetic arm. So, um, and this is just to name a few of the research endeavors uh, and discoveries that VA has been a part of. There are many, many more. Um, and a lot of that information um, can be found at um, the research.va.gov website. Oh, it's explain to me this. I mean, I'm not sure you can, how much you can fill in the, the, um, the information on this, on this question, but how long does it take for a discovery or an innovation in a medical field to actually make it to the mainstream where new technology is vetted and tested and it becomes accessible to most people in America, not just veterans? Yeah, it's a fantastic question. Um, and the reality is it takes years and years. 
Um, so, again, it's all the more impressive the, the amount of discovery, research, and innovation that has occurred with VA support and funding and researchers and, um, and physicians, because these are folks that, that won the Nobel Prize in, you know, whatever year, but had been working on it for years to decades before and had received VA support for, for years to decades before. Wow. So um, it's all the more impressive that, that the VA had the foresight back in the 1940s to say, look, we, we have to partner with academic affiliates for, for the betterment of veterans. And as a consequence, it turned out to be uh, the betterment of, uh, of, of our country and, and the world. And also let people know that you can join us in America's Heroes Group now live on Facebook's live streaming. Our radio talk show is live on Facebook. Like and share so others will become connected to information and resources. You can also listen to America's Heroes Group on iHeartRadio, the iHeartRadio app. Just search America's Heroes Group and watch us on digital TV. You can see us on Roku, Amazon Fire, Apple TV, and our partner Zandra's TV Networks at Zulu, Oscar, November, Delta, Romeo, Alpha, Zandra TV Networks. Mr. Christopher, so can you tell us a little bit more about the affiliations, the academic affiliations, and is it it's a common practice? And what is what's truly the difference from a, from a from a service standpoint? If a person goes into a facility, medical facility, with an academic affiliation, or does not go into a facility with an academic affiliation, what is the main difference that that matters to the actual everyday patient? Well, I think um, that's a good question, and I think um, the difference is. Uh, when you go into an academic-affiliated hospital, uh, whether it's a VA or a UIC, a Rush, a Loyola, um, Northwestern, you're going to be seen um, by a team of physicians, an attending physician uh, like Dr. Aya, and they will often have with them residents, um, fellows, if it's a subspecialty, for example, cardiology, there may be a cardiology fellow, and some medical students. Uh, and so you're being really taken care of by a, a, a whole team uh, of physicians, uh, trainees, and students. Uh, and the attending physicians, uh, these are the physicians who teach the physicians to be physicians. Uh, and it's, it's really some of the best and brightest minds out there. Uh, and again, at Jesse Brown, we have two of the leading medical schools in the country. Uh, I'm sure you've seen the ads of, of some of our affiliates boasting about how they're the most popular uh, hospitals in the state. And many of those same physicians that make those hospitals rank so high are taking care of our veteran patients at Jesse Brown. And our patients, we believe, at Jesse Brown deserve the best. And I am... Uh, very confident that they get exactly the best when they come to see us. That's amazing. Now, yeah. this is, oh, go ahead, Dr. Aya. No, I, I was going to say I, I agree with that. So so at Jesse Brown, we, we have teams of, um, of, of providers. It includes our attending physician who could be from the VA and be affiliated with University of Illinois Chicago or Northwestern. Um, or University of Chicago, it includes, the team would include um, a resident or perhaps a fellow or a medical student um, who's on the team. And it really sounds overwhelming when you think about a team of, uh, of people taking care of you, but um, in many, many ways it can be um, a great thing. Mm -hmm. 
there are also nursing students and physical therapy students, occupational therapy students, um, many other students who are, are training there but, but contribute substantially to VA's ability to de deliver high-quality care to veterans. Um, health professions trainees are attentive. They spend extra time at the patient's bedside, and they go above and beyond to, to care for their patients. So trainees have told uh, others, told us, um, that they, they love caring for veterans. That's how, that's how we know it. Um, there was a recent interview that was done at Northwestern of a couple of a current and a former medical student, um, and they pointed out that there are a lot of opportunities to take an active and meaningful role in patient care at Jesse Brown. Um, they gave feedback that they're busy calling specialist consults, they're running to the pharmacy to pick up prescriptions, they're checking vital signs, but they also have a lot of time to sit and talk with patients to hear their stories about their time during and after service. Medical students can ask veterans what advice they have to become doctors and what qualities and behaviors that veterans value in their physicians. Mm -hmm. And that's like that's the feedback that you that you want when you're going through training. And these experiences in turn inspire these students when they become physicians to work at a VA hospital. Uh, but these experiences aren't just limited to medical students. They extend to, to all health professions trainees who, in having a positive educational experience at Jesse Brown, will be inspired to work at JB when they're working or practicing in nursing or occupational therapy, social work, and psychology, and so on. I think that's incredible because I think it's really important for veterans, particularly to have that comfort level with your doctor. And if that, if that doctor has more experience in a VA setting, or a veteran setting where they can access and get information about what veterans look for, what they need. I think that just makes for better health care all around. That's one of the things that I think a lot of veterans complain about, that they feel like they, they can't connect with their physician if they're going to a civilian uh, doctor or going to a, a civilian uh, um, a hospital. So, uh, now, one thing, I'm, yeah. that, having said that, I mean, we have an aging VA population. Our, I mean, our veterans are getting older. Uh, the veteran community is, is shrinking. We have like 20 million veterans right now across the United States. What do you see as the challenges with a shrinking demographic uh, for veterans in general to the, to the VA system, the VHA system, the Veterans of Health Administration system? How does that affect that operation? Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a fantastic question. And I think that VA is um, aware and, you know, changing uh, and modifying its focus based on veterans' needs. I mean, we have a robust geriatrics program here. Um, and I think that uh, we're constantly looking for, for feedback um, from veterans to, to not just students. I'm talking about attending hospital leadership uh, to find out what is it that, that Jesse Brown's population needs. Um, and that also extends to VA nationally in terms of um, areas of research as well. If you look at that research.va.gov website and look at just some of the contributions that VA has made, um, they have been in um, in these areas that you talk about our our aging uh, population. And how has COVID changed everything, Dr. Christopher? What is how has COVID transformed the way that we interact at the hospital, particularly at the VA? If I could uh, 
just add to uh, briefly what what Dr. Iowa was saying because it, it sort of touches on what I do in business development, which is bringing in new patients. Uh, and you're right, the veteran population is aging and it's 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 shrinking. And if we localize it to here in Illinois, we are the I believe last time I looked, the number two out migration state. Mm-hmm. So not only is the population shrinking, but here in Illinois, it's it's oftentimes moving somewhere else. We estimate in our in the service area that, that we serve at Jesse Brown, which is the city of Chicago, um, near south suburbs in northwest Indiana, that there are almost 57,000 eligible unenrolled veterans. Um, so they're eligible to be cared for at Jesse Brown, but they're not coming to Jesse Brown. There's a variety of reasons for that. Um, and we've seen a lot of growth, actually, um, it sort of counterbalances what we're seeing in Illinois, but we see a lot of growth in the six counties we serve in Northwest Indiana. So I have a whole team uh, of dedicated staff who are out there, um, uh, along with our 38, I believe it is, outreach coordinators, um, recruiting and telling our story, uh, part of which is our academic affiliations and the academic excellence we provide in our care. Um, telling our story to those 56, 57,000 eligible unenrolled veterans in the area. So, and in the last two years, um, we've brought in, we call new patients uniques. We've increased our uniques by. Uh, hey, Doctor, we have about 10 seconds 12, left to say no. A little over 12%. Wow. Well, that's, I really appreciate you guys for coming into the Mercury Group today. You had some great information. I think we learned a lot about what the VA history is and also how the Veterans Health Administration can help to generate the population as a whole, not just veterans across this country. This is America's America's Heroes Group. This is Sean Claiborne. We'll be right back. All right, right Sean. Happy holidays, and thank you, everyone who's listening, for your service and everyone who supports our amazing veterans here in the state of Illinois and throughout the United States. We appreciate it. Bye-bye. Thank you. Thank you for listening to America's Heroes Group Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe so you won't miss an episode. And for more details, visit americashg.org.